Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts it's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we're back. And uh, Team USA winds up with a whole lot of nothing in the FIBA wah, tournament. Wah, wah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we may have an Avengers-style team-up uh, of the league's top stars at the Olympics, it sounds Ultron. like. Ultron. Well, that, I said prefer Baltron. Uh, we'll get into that and conclude our team-by-team -team prediction series with the Southeastern Division uh, with writer and podcaster Dan Favalli on today's episode. I'm Miles Ray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Damn What's up, Dan? You're right for Bleacher Report. You are the host of the fantastic Hardwood Knox podcast. Uh, Mostly and known for having been on this podcast before as a wonderful yes, guest. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Th and thank you for returning. Yes, thank you so much for blessing us, uh, lowering yourself to come onto our show. Uh, but yeah, how you been, man? I have been great. Thank you guys so much for uh, having me back. It's always nice to be in for you to make the mistake twice of inviting me back to this hey, show. Yeah. 
You know what they say? Shame on you. Wait. Fool me. Fool me twice. Never mind. Can't get fooled again. <laughs> you never fool me again, Dan. Okay. <laughs> what what's good, man? You got you got a life-size Groot looming in the background <laughs> yeah. that uh I'm expecting to attack you at some point during the course of this recording. Um it is yet to attack me in any recordings that I've done, but okay. um that is obviously its sole purpose and that was clearly a must-have when I was putting together my office was yeah. I feel like that's very on brand for for our podcast is just make sure that there's a life-size alien behind yeah. it. Yeah. Right, right, right. Did you have this set up last time when, when we, we when we chatted? No, no right? I, I made the super smart decision of buying a house at the peak of the interest rates and the peak of house, house That's home prices. Tight. Just super smart financial decision. Well, there you go. People know right. this is not a financial advice show, obviously. Yeah. Uh, to quote Cola Scola, my finances are none of my business. Um, <laughs> yeah, it so, happens. It and happens. then you got Penny Hardaway and you get a green Knicks jersey back there. Who, yeah, who, so it's actually a, a T-Mac magic jersey. T-Mac and, magic jersey. And then, mm-hmm. uh, of course, the I was one of the only people that ever liked the Knicks having a St. Paddy's Day green and orange jersey. Like with Danilo <laughs> Gallinari. New York Knicks. Wow. Uh, okay. In my background. I am the sign, but wow, you got, man, I got to step my game up. I just have loose jerseys on uh, wire hangers. But hey, inspiration I got an old all camera around. that someone bought at a garage sale like 10 years ago that my wife was like, we should put this somewhere. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, that's so a nice, that's a nice set dressing. Anyway, uh, should we talk, uh, should we touch on Team USA before we get into our uh, preview here? Why not? Someone's yeah. going to have to do it. Yeah. Um, so what's our excuse here? The, the excuse I keep hearing: those international teams are playing together constantly. Um, but like, where are they? Are they playing in like <laughs> underground basketball tournaments? Like, is there like a Mortal Combat for basketball that's constantly happening? And, and the we're not USA invited? is just not not admitted to or what? Yeah. Dan, where are you? Where are you landing on the the hot takes uh, about the Team USA coming up with nothing at the FIBA World Cup? I hear. We don't take it seriously. We got to send our best or they need more time to build some kind of consistency. What, where, where, what's your feeling after that disappointing tournament? Yeah, I can't. I don't want to say I can't bring myself to care, but I'm not a fan <laughs> of like the making excuses of it all. When it's mm-hmm. if you want to claim that we have the best basketball talent in the world, um, then we should be winning these tournaments. And the other thing to me is I... <laughs> It's hypocritical because I sit here and will critique NBA players all the time and I'm not doing it. But if we're going to have right. stars come out and like subtweet this or like have problems with how it fair, like, well, then participate when it's not just like the actual Olympics. Um, right. Yeah. I do probably think there's something to the team chemistry aspect where when we're having these World Cup tournaments, like, yeah, they're dealing with the same rosters. And I know JJ Reddick pointed out that like some of these guys in international play just turn into like Michael Jordan when they're yeah. um, they just go out of teams. body so i get it but it's like it's also kind of super ridiculously embarrassing i feel like just i don't want to insult the talent that actually won and shout out to you know germany for winning it all but yeah. you're supposed to you you're just supposed to have these guys even when we're throwing out the what do you want to call us the b roster there are still stars on there yeah. and the fact that it can't really coalesce to me is I, like it's I don't know. It's fair. Like I said, I can't care a lot about it, but it is fairly, I think, surprising. But I do think you have to give credit to the rest of the world for catching up with their talent. Yeah. A lot of people were like, what is this? The man in the high castle? The U.S. lost to Germany? 
I don't think so. A lot of people were saying that. Yeah. Like everyone in the high castle. <laughs> yeah. A lot of man in the high castle references. Um, I, <laughs> it's confounding. Like it, as much as people want to say these, this is like not the best that the U S has to offer. I think that roster would win the NBA title this year. Like, mm, or yeah. they'd be favored to at least, um, it's, the, it's a good the USA team. basketball team. Like that, that roster is absolutely stacked. The Germany basketball roster would be favored to be like, how many wins would they win in the NBA this year? 18. <sighs> I'll, give them, I'll give them 28, 25. Like I, I don't, I more think, than the wizards. I, I think is just the, that's the number. I think that's yeah. about right. Like, I, I think they might be even lower than that because uh, otherwise, like more of these guys would be on NBA basketball teams. So like, I, I don't I don't totally understand it, um, but it, it does seem yeah it's it's the ha- having the experience of like everybody. So we lost to Germany. We also lost to Canada, mm-hmm. who has three solid NBA player, one great NBA player, two uh, very good NBA players. Um, the great being Dylan Brooks, obviously. Ah uh, yes yes yes. Our, our new king. <laughs> the new Kobe, I think yeah, we can all agree yeah. on that. Who who dropped thirty nine points on the U.S. So so I guess in that case we have a team like Team Canada is playing ball internationally at like these international FIBA tournaments throughout the year, and then when NBA players can come in, like the same three NBA players are coming back and they know how to play with those guys. So like that's that's the difference maker, right? Right. I, I just, I'm just looking also at Team Canada, and I'm like, Jamal Murray wasn't playing. And you're like, what, what, what is that Olympic team going to look like? Because there, there's a lot of people who I think assume that it's like, yeah, man, just get, just get this Voltron team together, and it like it's a wrap. But I feel like there's such a, there's an arrogance to it all that like doesn't humble itself to be like, we have to play as a team. We can't just be like, we're the best ever, so we can just like sleep through this thing. But, yeah. Yeah. Jamal Murray and Wiggins were not playing right. for Canada and they beat the USA. <laughs> um I yeah, it, it's interesting. I don't I don't know necessarily like how, it, it does seem to be of a larger piece with like it, it's hard a harder thing to write about, a harder thing to quantify and so it gets underrated, but we are seeing it now in international play and we're also seeing it in the NBA that having the you know experience of playing together like seems to help the t- the teams that have stuck together for a little while um you know like Denver like Milwaukee like you know that as opposed to these teams that are just trying to assemble like the greatest net weight of talent <laughs> per roster um, that it seems to matter, like when you have some cohesion, when you have some experience, um, that, that stuff cha- changes things. It, it works in the NBA. Uh, it certainly works in international competition. Right. So, Dan, what do you think know. of, what do you think of this dream team that LeBron is saying he's putting together with, with KD, Steph, he said he's already got, uh, Draymond to buy in Jason Tatum, AD. Is, is there like. This is probably sacrilegious to say, but like, is the best team going to be, all right, well, let's roll out like a super ancient 
<laughs> Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and LeBron. Like, are we guaranteed right. that after they're going through an entire NBA season where some of those guys might have played like 100 games or whatever it ends up being? So, I like, yeah, on paper, that looks fun. But right. I think Jack sort of alluded to this. What if they tried to like build, and you could still use stack talent, but what if you actually like tried to build a roster where the skill sets, they don't overlap and they kind of complement one another and they fill in for the gaps that you would have elsewhere? And I think this version of the USA team, which just frankly, I watch very minimal of because I just don't get excited about this particular tournament. It's just like, okay, we can make fun of Jaron Jackson Jr.'s rebounding, but here's this guy who's a big who defends a bunch on the perimeter. So why didn't you surround him with other smalls who are actually really good? at rebounding. Mm -hmm. Like why why do we not approach building a roster? And you even said it where it's just like the net sum of talent. Like why not approach this as an actual roster building process to see like how we can get yeah, it'll still be stars, but how about stars that complement one another and fill all the gaps within an entire game. Right. Because Steve Kerr is dumb and bad. And <laughs> I think we can all agree it was Steve Kerr's fault. Let's move along. Um that that does seem he's getting a lot of the escape scapegoatage um yeah which does not seem fair to me but nah. shouldn't some of it fall on grant hill then he come out and say like we're not going to hold tryouts for this like we're just gonna we're just gonna trust that these guys are gonna like way back when i think i saw uh, an excerpt <clears throat> going around that that's what he had said about it we're mm. just gonna have a like a kind of off-site a team off-site and yeah. do some trust falls and just like kind of vibe <laughs> it out we're just gonna vibe who, out the roster yeah yeah we love it all guards just what ended up yeah, we love it. But the vibes were great. But yeah, that Dylan Brooks quote is really something where he, he said Kobe Bryant had to figure out how to create the Black Mamba. I guess that's my persona. The villain. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. No, okay, I, sir. I think those players are equivalent. Um, Miles, your thoughts? Um, <laughs> I, I have... I, I honestly, I don't know if I can truly express my heart at the moment i'm i'm so lost for words i the most i can do is maybe uh russell westbrook reaction me and be like bro what <laughs> trip <laughs> because where i'm at with that he he did put in work though i um i don't yeah, know and he put on he, those boxing his gloves story too. is very interesting you know he, him being like scapegoated in a way that i don't think i've ever seen a player like a major contributing player to a team be scapegoated and then leaves that team, goes to another team in the offseason, like puts up 39 on you yeah. against the U.S., does one of the just clowningest, just the, the silliest thing I've ever seen where he got kicked out of the game and then went to the locker room and put on boxing gloves. <laughs> where, did we know where those came from? The boxing gloves? Is like that like part like of their training? Knew and that he was going to get kicked. I don't know. He definitely like, travels with those. Yeah, right? that's so like that's not a that's not a cool thing to be like <laughs> I'm going to box you with these padded boxing gloves mm, so mm, it, mm. it really is like prop comedy like is his whole thing just like he he's trying to be silly he's doing bits um, I mean Canadians are famously more hilarious than Americans yes, so very good at prop comedy he this could be like some Nathan Fielder-esque like 4D irony like meta work that we're not quite catching on <laughs> to yet if it is that like coming out immediately after and being <laughs> like yeah I guess you're right I am kind of like Kobe Bryant is uh <laughs> pretty funny yeah. I do I do I respect that my like, character is the villain uh <laughs> yeah well good we all need to brand stuff yeah anyways excited for for whatever reason 
the Houston Rockets over the course of the offseason have entered like the conversation for me of like, I'm ripped. I really want to see what they're going to be like. Like right. there, there's a big pickup and wins like from what, what Vegas is predicting for them. Dylan Brooks is now very intriguing to me. You know, I think they're going to like going to be one of the best coached teams in the league this year. It, it's going to be interesting. Anyways, shout out to Dylan Brooks, shout out to Germany, Canada, whoever came in second Serbia. Yeah. Serbia. Yeah. Um, you did it. You did it. We got nothing. Out, do you guys still think? I still think that U.S. team would be favored to win the NC, the or the NBA championship this year. I, I mean, if everyone plays at their absolute best ever that we've seen them, I could see that. I mean, I don't. I like that idea, but I I guess they're. I don't know. It's hard to. It's hard to know. Playing like I saw them play together, I'm like, I don't know about that. Yeah. But on paper, again, on paper, that looks pretty good. I'd be curious if they'd be favored. I think I'm too... There's like the stain of how they just played is tattooed in my right. mind where I'm like, no, there's no way they'd be favored. But right. yeah. like that collection of talent top to bottom is probably the best top to bottom talent that a team yeah. would have. Right, yeah. right, right. All right, so shall we move into the Southeast Division and look at some of what the over-unders are here and do some predictions? I think we should after we take a little break. Oh, uh, okay. You know I need... You know Daddy needs his break, his little nap time, his little honk shoe, honk shoe. There you for, go. Uh, Put exactly your neck cap 90 on. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> T- tell me when to go because I got to hunk shoe this. Okay, E40, go. <laughs> Did you ever play the over under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick Six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We're back. Oh, Southeast, baby. Season. Yeah. Um, first one up, the Atlanta Hawks. Last year, oh, 41 yeah. to 41. division team over <laughs> under predictions. The Wake one, up, Dad. The division that everyone, the division everyone's been waiting for. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad Dan is here to help us understand this just a little bit better. Because half of them are like, what? Who? Is it okay? Is this good? Is this reasonable? Uh, but the Hawks. Last year, 41 and 41, obviously lost to the Celtics in the first round. They're saying this year they're going to do a game and a half better. 42 and a half, baby. I will say this division has my maybe the most baffling under. The like the, the furthest drop that I've seen Vegas predict for reasons that aren't clear to me. Right. Um and that that's called a teaser. Um, yeah. cuz I'm not telling you which team it is until but we it's get not to this them. One. <laughs> um All right, it's the Hawks. Uh, no, it's not the Hawks. Um, so yeah, Hawks predicted to go up a game and a half from 41, 41 last year to 42 and a half. They showed me something against the Celtics a little bit. Quinn took, was it enough? Quinn Snyder took over with 21 games left last season. I don't know. I could see this. I could see this being an over. I don't, I don't really have a strong feeling either way other than that when Trey is playing well, he seems like they they seem like they should be so much better than 500 right but um i don't know this can be interesting what do you think dan i could see a scenario where this team ends up smashing this over just because are do we think that quinn snyder could be worth more than two wins i absolutely do him getting a training camp to go through with this entire roster um the offense should be more balanced without john collins at least but they also didn't do anything to get a lot better right this year it was just right. we're gonna get rid of john collins and we're gonna sign Wes matthews and we have patty mills now the minutes without trey young when you played Dejounte murray were disastrous last year and what have you done to to make those better so they just still feel like they have too many fatal flaws but the top end talent like their their starting five last year was really effective for the most part all season and plugging Sadiq Bey or whoever they want to start in that spot of Collins, I would still think that they're pretty good. But I just feel like, I don't know, you look at this team and it feels like they are maybe like a wing or another combo forward short. And are we going to have any drop-off from Clint Capella, who's had some weird fits and starts to the seasons? What are you going to make of the Onyeka Kongu situation? Um, who looks like, is he ready to usurp Clint Capella? And based off everything they've said, and this is the the last wild card that I'll focus on is it seems like Jalen Johnson is going to have a pretty big role this year. Mm. And so like you're banking a lot just between him and Griffin uh, and Onyeka Kung was sort of on this internal development from last season without making any major additions. So 
Could you be better? Sure. But I think that also leaves open the possibility because of the lack of change in addition that you're actually worse. And so it feels like they might have a lower floor um, than many people would expect. But if you told me they won 47 games, 49 games, that actually wouldn't shock. I think okay. people have expected them to win that many games the last two seasons. Like that kind of heading in, people were like, all right, they, they might be really good this year. And then, you know, a, after they made that deep playoff run um, and then it never really came together for reasons that weren't clear, really. Like, it's not like they lost anyone from the playoff run to when they've been kind of mediocre for the past two years. And yeah, so it, it's interesting. They, they, they've gone with similar, similar to the Celtics where it's like, this mainstay of the team, we've gotten rid of them, and we think that should really open things up. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess it, I guess it could, um, but we'll, we'll see. You know, shall we switch it over to Florida? Sure, let's switch it over to north Florida. or south. You want to go north or south, Florida? Are they? Uh, I actually don't know which one. I is guess or, or, Orlando north. Central. Yeah, yeah, I south, guess right. Yeah, Orlando Central. Let's go South Florida. Okay, the one that's higher or lower than Miami. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the one that's Miami. Bouncing in the city where the heat is on. Yeah, uh, let's do okay. that one. Welcome to Miami. Uh, they they went forty four and thirty eight. Lost to the Nuggets in the finals. We saw mm -hmm. that. Uh, they're predicted mm -hmm. to go four and a half games better. Forty eight and a half. Uh, now I think it's like. When you see things like Gabe Vincent leave um, or like Max Struess, I think on paper, I'm like, okay, so how do they do four and a half games better? But I know they weren't necessarily big factors in the regular season or Jimmy wasn't either. But is, is Dame the big thing that we're kind of waiting for? Like just to see what, what happens there to begin to really make predictions? What do you think, Dan? If that 48 and a half, my guess would be that it's pricing in that Damian Lillard is going to end up with the heat because I don't see how this team will be deep enough or healthy enough to win 49 games if they don't get Damian. I like, I just like Kyle Lowry's how old now? Yeah. Um, we know what Jimmy Butler is going to kind of pace himself during the, the regular season. And you lost, you know, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess were average to slightly above average NBA players, but like they're just gone. You didn't get it. You didn't get anything for them. Like they're just gone. So you don't <laughs> even have those innings eaters. I think, look, Josh Richardson, really good pickup, but there's still some just holes in the front court and they desperately need shot creating and functional shooting around Bam and Jimmy. And they just, they, not only did they not add it, they actively lost it so far. Right. What do you, how, what kind of season do you think uh, Duncan Robinson is going to have? I mean, he really had a renaissance during the playoffs. Right. So could I see him replacing a lot of what Max Struess did? Probably Robinson's the worst defender, but like, is he like, is a Duncan <laughs> Robinson renaissance worth five wins compared to last year? Like, absolutely not. To me. Right. So right now I would think they're more like, like I'm first of all, I'm surprised there's even a number for this at the moment. And, you <laughs> right. know, I'd probably right. have like 42 or 43 for them. Yeah. Just without Dame. Like if you, again, if you get Dame, let's have the conversation. But like without Dame, could you, do either of you two see them winning close to 50 games as currently concocted? No, I mean yeah. that's why I was like saying as it is without Dame. I'm like, how are you doing four and a half better? I'm like, at best, you you kind of net out where you were. Yeah. Like, the uh when when you said the phrase uh Josh Richardson was a really good pickup for them that uh made me have a physical reaction. Um <laughs> I feel like I've heard that every every place that he's been for the past 6 years. Um he's on a minimum now at least though, so it's kind of okay. hard to whiff on expectations. Though. Yeah. Right. Um 
I, yeah, th- this feels high to me. If the Dame thing isn't happening, it really feels like a lot of the people who know things around the league are just like, yeah, but Dame's gonna be there. Come on, Dame, like a right, like this, this is a done deal. It's just, it's just we just need to wait for Portland to do the thing that they've chosen not to do up to this point. It's like I don't, I don't understand why it would happen if it hasn't already, but. People seem confident. They almost had him on Miami in 2K, I feel like. so. Oh, yeah, there was that screen cap that Jabari was saying was out there. Dame was already on the heat in yeah. 2K. But so, do they know something at 2K Sports already? <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, I, I we just did a space do, game. We were in Miami. Like, <laughs> Vegas is usually pretty smart about this stuff. So Right. Look, Nikola Jovic had a good World Cup. So just like he's clearly going to be the difference. In right. This game. That's what people... I got a kick out of them for me. Like, oh, look at how good of a piece Nikola Jovic would be for Portland. Look at what he's doing mm-hmm. in FIBA. Right. And so we've reached that point of the the negotiations where it's like every little thing has to have this big impact on how Does Miami have Miami. any more picks? Like, are they pretty light on picks for the next? There's, if they do, they have to renegotiate something with the Thunder, but they can give up three first round picks plus swaps. Like the offer isn't nothing. I just don't know if Portland's trying to like. I don't know if you two. I'm assuming you two have given some thoughts. It's like, what is the team that's going to come and give you more than let's just say the equivalent? I know they don't want Tyler Hero, but Tyler Hero and three first round picks and right. maybe a couple of swaps. That My only guess would be good. are the Heat trying to lowball this, where it's like we'll give you Tyler Hero and a pick because then that's obviously a different discussion. But their their offer, their best theoretical offer to me, is at least a real offer, and I don't know who necessarily would be it. Yeah. Right. Well, how, do we know how close or far we are still with this whole deal? Like, I think the last thing I saw was like Shams tweeting. It's like, I mean, he'll go to another team, but the second he's there, Dame will want to be going to Miami. Just know that. <laughs> Sounds like a good deal for that team. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa, okay, that's pretty aggressive <laughs> PR right there. But doesn't like, or is, or is it an inevitability? And is Portland going to be petty and be like, we're going to hold you bef- so you can't go to a camp? And then right. so it maybe doesn't then. help them. Um, right. May, I mean, maybe it does, but it, se- it seems like that hurts them. Um, Do you guys buy that Dame wouldn't show up to, I think the report was he'd only show up to camp in Portland or Miami and nowhere else. Like, do you buy that? He's that type of like, could he do the Harden? I just can't buy it. Personally. <sighs> it feels yeah. like he's not built like that, but yeah, I, yeah. I feel like he would show up, but it's a lot to risk. For an NBA team. Right. Cause I think I think the follow up was, I mean, he'll go to another camp, but just no. <laughs> He's not gonna <laughs> like it. He'll be there, but his his whole mind will be on getting to Miami the second he's there. So I think that is a way of saying like, look, he's gonna do what he's obligated to do, but you don't want him unless you know it's Miami. But hey, we shall see. Miami is also not the shocking under. From this division, no. people people are just on the edge of their seat. I, I know. can't, can't what about believe this next one? that Miami and Atlanta were not the surprising under for me. Okay, what about this next one? What about this next one? Up this next, one? the uh-huh. Orlando Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, they are being predicted to go up two and a half games um, from thirty four and forty eight to thirty six and a half wins. Light to me if we're if we think Paolo is really gonna be that dude. Um, this is usually 
from rookie to second year is usually a pretty big step up. Um, and they have a lot of fun young pieces around him. They signed Joe Ingles. Um, they drafted a couple, a sixth and 11 pick. Like those are not, not insignificant talents no. to add. Um, I don't, I don't know, but, but sure. Two and a half sounds about right. Like that, that feels, that feels, uh, reasonable to me that they would go up two and a half wins. What's everybody I'm, feeling? I don't know. I feel like 35 years anniversary, maybe that I always like an anniversary for a team, you know, this that might give them a little anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I'm like, I think of like how old I am. Like, wow. Uh, I was, I, I were but a boy when they entered the league. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, Paolo and Fr like Franz, they're all, they seem like they keep evolving in the proper direction. Um, so I don't know. I mean, like part of me, I get excited when I hear magic fans talk about the magic. And when I hear their enthusiasm, I'm like, yeah, you can do more than two and a half games, but I don't know, Dan, am I fully off on this? No, this one to me right now, anyway, feels like, I don't know if you guys remember last year, the Kings over under, you looked at it and you were like, that's way too low. They were at like 35 or something. And this kind of feels like that where they played, their defense was elite for most of last year. I don't know if they have enough like offensive juice in them yet, but as you already mentioned, Paolo and Franz, um, they showed great growth throughout the course of the season. I think Jalen Suggs actually made some steps forward on that end as well. And if you can just get enough extra shooting from Jet Howard, who they drafted, or Joe Ingles, if he can play like a real role, if Gary Harris is as good, I worry about Anthony Black's fit a little bit just because he can't shoot either. So there's a lot of shooting question marks here. But on the defense, and then just like sort of the talent alone, when you look at their top, you know, five to six guys, I know the East is pretty wide open, but this feels like a team that should probably be flirting with like in the 39 win range at mm -hmm. least. And so I'm a little bit, maybe I've listened to Magic fans too much myself hype up this team because what was it, 36 and a half, 37 and a half just feels low. Yeah. They love Franz, don't they? Down there. Uh, they love him, they don't like they, folks? Guy. Aggressively. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Character and your boy Markel, too, Jack. Yeah, Markel is like the they they we we're all rooting for Markel, man. We're all rooting for yeah. him. Please, um, yeah. So yeah, I again. I could see they they're gonna be interesting to watch. Um yeah. all right. They are not my oh. surprising under. Uh okay. up next we have the Washington Wizards, who mm -hmm. last year won thirty five games, thirty five and forty seven, didn't qualify for the postseason. This year they are expected to win 25 and a half games. They're expected to drop 10 and a half and a half or nine and a half. Or no, wins. nine and a half. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it was 10 and a half before. And then, and then it just went up one. Did it just uh, change? This is my, this is my shocking under. I don't know why, what has changed other than everyone being like, yeah, I don't know. These guys stink. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it just feels like their fans just kind of quit on them. Uh, they got Jordan Poole. They lost Porzingis. I guess Porzingis was pretty good last year. Poole was not great last year. So maybe people are just like, this, this is bad, bad, bad vibes here. Mm -hmm. um, but 10 wins. I'm not saying I would take the over here necessarily. But it's a it's a big shift. But who hurts you, Vegas? People who who they brought in like, you know, an interesting piece and lost a piece that like is not 
It's not like one of the top 20 players in the league. It's not 10 win, a 10 win swing on the surface. But what am I missing here, Dan? I mean, I think the two things are just like you lose what were your two best players last year. And then the other thing is, and I would fall into this camp, this feels like it's pricing in that their new uh, president of basketball ops, Michael Winger, is not going to let them hit the over on this. And it's like Kyle Kuzma's deal feels like it was signed just to be traded. Um, Tyus Jones, will he finish the season there? Are you going to see them start to maybe, if they keep these guys, shut them down um, in March or something? Right. And I think you also get into like, well, what team in the East could they feasibly be better than? And I think you kind of start to run out of runway after Detroit and maybe Charlotte, who we've yet to talk about in this division. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big part of it is that they're clearly starting over. 25 is aggressive. And I think there were only, what were there, two teams that only won fewer than 25 last year or whatever it was? Yeah. yeah. But like this feels like a team that's going to do their darndest to win fewer than 25 games. Yeah, mm. I guess that's true. If they're tanking for Tank whoever. for flag? Yeah, for flag. <laughs> Flag that's what I hear a lot flag. of them. They're like, yo, man, just, just get rid of them. Trade pool, cool. Just give me the flag. <laughs> get I mean, get yeah, rid of them all. Lose them yeah. all. All right. Yeah, I can see that. It's Beal was, Beal did play a lot last season and they, yeah. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Forget what I said about this being a surprising <laughs> under. Um, I, I think they're going to stink harder. I think I, yeah. I, I'm under on the Washington all right, Wizards. Okay, all right, uh, all right. Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. You seen these guys? You heard about these guys? I heard uh, about They're expected to pick up four and a half wins, basically, from the return of Lonzo. You mean LaMelo. Sorry. The return of LaMelo. <laughs> but this is a thing we were talking about, how we yeah. lump them together. We're like, they're always hurt. Yeah. And I don't even know if he's coming back. You're like, oh, wait, LaMelo is. <laughs> LaMelo <laughs> is a different human being um, <laughs> right, right. who's very good. Uh, he's a lot, a lot of fun, actually. Uh, we'll say drafted Brandon Miller, passed on a chance to draft Scoot Henderson. Um, this is, I think they will be haunted by that throughout this season. Um, but yeah, four four and a half, like going up to thirty one and a half wins, doesn't seem crazy to me. I I could see it. Yeah, yeah, especially because you mentioned Lamelo missed a ton of time last year. Would he play in like thirty games or something? Yeah. So if you get relatively good health from him and you get even like Cody Martin missed a bunch of time last year, Mark Williams should be better. Brandon Miller, I think was the wrong pick, but like there's also a chance that Brandon Miller is good. Yeah. Just not Scoot Henderson. Right. And I think their defense improved a lot last year under Steve Clifford. So like that feels just like better health from LaMelo and, you know, having maybe better health like surrounding him. Like that should be worth in the East. I would think like four or five wins, especially when you're working off such a low baseline. It's not like we're saying they're going from 37 to, to 31 here. Right. 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 Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like, I love the, the confidence of like, yeah, wait till, wait till B Miller got that rookie of the year though. You know, are they feeling, wow. are they, are people I mean, getting, that's, I have, I have, I know some, uh, some, well, I know one rabid Charlotte fan in, in my circle and they're like, trust me, we did, we made the right decision. People I'm are like, okay, always okay. wrong. Like, in the immediate aftermath, like everyone was like Mathurin, like what were they thinking? It's just uh, the people who the obvious uh, mistakes in the draft are, don't always turn out to be the case. So we'll right. we'll see. Yeah, Keegan Murray was supposed to be like, whoa, whoa. 
they're going to be looking back on that one and oh wait keegan murray's really good never mind um all right so there you have it we have completed our team by team rundown of division uh, by division who's who's going to be good this year yeah um and, and you have it the the official facts um uh, of, of you you can take the take all of our picks to the bank um we well, not are, mine, not, look like you said this isn't a financial advice podcast bro so <laughs> don't take it to the bank literally but you know use it to no, take it to las vegas spicy. and then you take your winnings to the bank thank you thank you exactly That's i still have uh phoenix and uh okc if either of them win oh, the title yeah, you, this yeah, year you really went big on that one i did i Went big on OKC. If OKC wins the championship this year, boy, am I in the money. Um, what were their odds that you jumped on? Like 27. Uh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I think I, uh, no, I think... it was. I had just seen uh, Chet in another summer league game for the first time uh, in a year. I was like, man, he's tall and very smooth. Um, but this is going the right way. Yeah, we'll see. It's going the right way. I don't think it's going that way that fast, but yeah, it's a hey. it'll be a fun one. It's a team hey. that I'm excited to watch, and I'll be even more excited to watch them because I got a little ticket in my wallet. <laughs> well, um, a girl can dream, can't she? Um, let's take a break. Should we? Yeah, yeah let's do we it. We'll be right back. Break. We'll be back. Bye. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And we're back. We're back. And we're back. I'm, I'm sundowning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it time? It's time. It's time. Damn. I need my juice. Valley. Yeah. It's time now. For the fourth quarter, rapid-fire round of questions. Dan Favelli, you are not a stranger to this segment. You answered correctly most of the questions last time, if I recall. Uh, but here it is. It's the fastest question-answer segment in podcasting history. We're going to ask you a question. Don't think too hard. Just react, respond, give us the answer right back. Don't let Jack or I drag this segment on. It's up to you to say, hey, 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 get it together. Keep this thing moving. This is the fourth quarter round of rapid-fire questions. So are you ready, Dan Favelli? To enter. I probably not ready, but let's do it. Okay, I love the confidence. Are we ready? ever ready? Brian, start the clock. <sighs> Here we go. Do you want to go first or should I go first? Oh, I'll go first. That, oh, that's wow. great. Thank you so wow. much for offering. What Dan, you can take two players from all of history to create your Mad Boosties Edition NBA Jam team. Which two players are you taking? I'm taking Glenn Rice and Shaquille O'Neal. Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice. I love that. Glenn Rice. Yeah, baby. Over Steph. Glenn yeah, Rice just size. Fe- I used to go on fire with Glenn Rice a lot. One of my favorite players. He was a good NBA game. Jam player. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And was like Shaq Jabari a good said, NBA Jam player? I don't. I actually don't remember. He could probably dunk from half court in that yeah. game. So I would think so. With yeah, the cheat yeah. codes on, you know. Obviously, yeah, like Jabari says, shout out to the 2000 Lakers with the dual ankle braces. You know what I mean? I was always worried. I'm like, Glenn, are you okay? But look, he's just doing doing what he has to to stay out there. Uh, Dan, what is your absolute boldest prediction boldest. for the upcoming NBA season? I'm talking about like, put your whole, put your integrity on the line right now with a integrity wild, reckless, wild, uh, reckless take. Go. Go. The Pelicans are going to make the Western Conference. Line. Wow, you're consistent. That was your pick last year, bro. Was it? Yeah, yeah. you were going hard for the Pels. I remember, and afterwards, I, you kind of, I was like, well, damn, kind of convinced me with his Pels confidence. But uh, we, I, I put a really lot of money up on that, man. Lost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, send me that Groot behind you to make up for it. Didn't we preface it that this wasn't financial advice? Yeah, so I guess yeah, so. No, that's you. true. Yeah. Yeah, you should have known. You should have known. You know, you I don't known. believe anything that Miles says. Come but on. like, yeah, I mean, so again, this year, what we're seeing, we're seeing Zion healthy, we're seeing Bingy healthy, right? I mean, this, Trey Murphy's already injured, so that doesn't. I know. Well, yeah, and that's big. So, uh, can I ask this? Is Trey Murphy the third a little bit redundant? But, but, like, as a player on this team, or no, his name? the name, his name being Trey. Because, like, isn't Murphy Trey the third? Like, people get Trey I, as like a as a nickname if you are the third, right? Yeah, there's also. I don't know if you guys have been in Calvary, but like New Orleans fans don't like when you call him Trey Murphy the third. I know. I've never because I never see it. It's always Trey Murphy. But right. then when you look at other reports, like Trey Murphy, I I I has Is that what they league. would have us call him? Trey Murphy I I I? 
Yeah, is that what it is? Are they Ying Yang Twins fans? Say, I don't know. Anyway, Mama call him the third. I'm going to call him the third. Thank you, Jabari. But yeah, I mean, like, so this is this is it. This It's this year. It wasn't last year. It's this year. It could have. I mean, if Zion was healthy, I mean, that's. It's, that's a big if at this point. It's like right. saying, what if Ben Simmons had a jumper? Like, oh, you know, we're saying, what, is, what if Zion was healthy? Mm. But like, they were near the top. They were second in the West, like leading into the new year. Yeah. So it's legit. I still that's think the right. Nuggets are better. That's but right. They were. That's like the only team that I'm prepared to say, oh, they're definitely better than, yeah. than New Orleans. Okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, props though to remembering what I said last year because I clearly didn't remember what I said last year. No, that, that was Jabari because we were talking because we, we were trying to remember the last time you're on, and then we're like, oh right, Dan was going hard for the Pels, and yeah. that's when I remember too because I think that was that was the beginning of me getting on that boom bust cycle again. We're like this this this, this year this year yep. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. the beginning mm-hmm. of me writing your name on a list of people <laughs> who have wronged me um yeah then he prank calls you and puts lipstick on after you resolve your <laughs> what dispute. is the uh who's the best player you've ever witnessed in person and what did you see them do uh it was kevin durant was in person and it was when he was on the thunder uh he was playing the knicks and they went into overtime and he hit some truly i was sitting behind the basket he hit some of the most ridiculous jumpers i've ever seen in my entire life like the knicks weren't good then so it's not like they were defending him with peak level but his ability and control just when he's spinning and turning with the ball and the range that he had on it uh and i was like not an old man like i am now at the time where <laughs> right. i was just i marveled at what he was doing in in person i think as you get older and go to more games too you become numb to some of the stuff sure. but like that was just like it was a revelatory moment watching him go to work but mm. Um, yeah. Okay, I got to ask you this one, and and please, Dan, we got to keep this moving. Like, I appreciate that answer is very thorough, but sometimes we're about speed and not quality. Yeah. Okay, we're about quantity. So it's too poetic, too good an answer. Yeah. When we you won't... said revelatory, I was like, this guy's a poet, and don't he know it? Mm. But that's not. So what the this best play I ever saw was Daniel Gallinari inbound. <laughs> Thank against you. The and it was because you. he was wearing his blue or his green uh, St. Patty's Day jersey. Dan Valley. If you could have any player's skill set for a day, whose who's is it and what skill set is it? And we do add the caveat that it's in your body, whatever condition your body is. So if you think you're going to get, you know, just mad boosties and be taking change off the top of the backboard, can your body handle coming the back landing. down to earth? Yeah. So t- t- take that into mind or if you're willing oh, to risk it all. Take it into okay. mind as the, the saying. Take is. it in the mind. I want Steph Curry's handles then. Steph Curry's mm. handles. We've heard of shooting. Steph handles. <laughs> wow. Okay. You said no elaboration. I want Steph Curry's handles. Okay. Okay. Well, this time I do want you to elaborate. Why? Um, because the way my body is built, like it would do more for me if I could actually be elusive and uh, uh, rather than just chucking up threes where I would probably easily get blocked. Even if I had Steph Curry's touch and range, my right. shot would easily get blocked. Right. And Dan, like I said, we have to keep this segment moving, man. <laughs> you know, and I appreciate that answer, but uh, that was a setup. All right. Dan, you can place any former New York great on next year's roster. Which former great are you adding to the mix? Oh, man. I uh, just throw prime Patrick Ewing. Prime Ewing. Um, next year's name. Yeah. yeah. I, would and, and, love, I would love that, man. And what is it about Prime Patrick Ewing? 
we got to keep this moving, so I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> okay, uh, yep, I like that. Which brings us to our next question and the most important question of all. Dan Valley, Jack or Miles? Both. Yes. Right. Okay. We'll take that. We'll take that. We'll take that. We'll split them. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Mm -hmm. We'll do that. We'll do that. Uh, well, Dan Valley, thank you so much for joining us on Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. Man, where can people find you and follow you and read you and all that and support you? How do they do that? Uh, they can follow me on any social media app at Dan Favale, F-A-V-A-L-E, and they should consider checking out the Hardwood Knox podcast, spelled like it sounds. It's an NBA pod, and if you like sub-mediocre basketball takes and bad jokes, it's the podcast for you. All right. Amazing. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, Miles is currently indisposed. He's at Miles of Gray. And you can hit us hashtag mad boosties for show links and updates. Also, shout out to our listeners of the week at Danby Tweeting and at Sideshow James. Shout out to y'all. Thanks for listening. Uh, give us a rating review uh, if, the, if the rating is five stars, of course. If it's less than that, uh, keep listening and then listen to your heart. Um, that is going to do it for this week's episode. We are back next week with more NBA action and we love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.